0: Hi, I'm James Law, and I'm here with a very familiar face, if you've been watching us, uh, Terry Dale, who's president and CEO of the US Tour Operators Association. And we're gonna talk to Terry today a little bit about a major event. In fact, this whole year the uh, USTOA has been celebrating its 50th anniversary and we're coming up onto their major conference which will be in November. Uh, we're gonna talk to him about that and a whole lot more of how they're commemorating this wonderful 50th birthday on Insider Travel Report. Uh, First of all, Terry, uh, congratulations on USTOA's 50th. Uh, Give us us a little little, uh, uh, look at what the organization is today. Uh, How many active tour operators and how many uh, associate members do you have now?
1: So James, uh, thank you for this opportunity. It's always great to catch up with you. So we currently have 49 active members. And those 49 members own and operate roughly 141 different brands. Right, And so that's our tour operator base. And then we have approximately 600 associate members from around the world. And, and I know they're mostly
0: destina- destinations and other vendors, right?
1: We have roughly 150 DMOs, right? So those are destinations wanting to partner with our tour operator members to build product. Got it. So, you know, I think you know this and I'm I'm sure many of your uh, followers do as well. USTOA has never been about being the biggest. We want to represent and work and partner with the very best. Mm So it's not about numbers, it's not about taking that 49 to 56 or 66. It's only affiliating with those folks who represent that, that word in our slogan integrity, integrity and in tourism, uh, that we are really focused on. So we we just want to be the best.
0: And certainly, and you have been for for fifty years, quite frankly, but let, let's okay. talk about USTOA's main function today. How how do you help your active members, your tour operators, uh, the destinations that are part of your group, and also obviously uh, travel advisors out there who are booking a lot of your your uh, members? Uh, and wh- why is USTOA so important today? Maybe more than ever. Yes, so that's a big that's a big
1: question. I I, I give you a small questions, Terry. You know that. I know. It? I know. I know. So to. St- start with, James, when I took this position 11 and a half years ago, which it's hard for me to think that it's been 11 and a half years, we wanted to build a real strong advocacy arm within the Beltway to create a voice and a face for USTOA members. Mm-hmm. And I am confident that we have done that. Okay, There have been examples like Cuba um, where we have been able to help facilitate travel for our members to provide their customers with access to Cuba now as you know, as administrations change yeah so do so does our our ability to get people to Cuba but I use that as an example as, what we are able to do for our active members. And ultimately that translates to our travel advisors who have customers who want to get to Cuba. right? And there have been other examples about our success in the Beltway to help uh, educate, which is really what we're all about when it comes to our elected officials, educating on how we operate as businesses, and how what they do, whether it's from a regulatory perspective or a legislative perspective, how that potentially impacts us. So we feel very proud of the progress we've made on that front. And now if we take it to the next 50 years and what our responsibility is to our active members and our travel advisors, it's really around sustainability And it's around DEI, right? We, we take it uh, extremely seriously about what can we do to educate, inspire and motivate our active members to create travel experiences that are meaningful and reduce their footprint uh, on the world. And that's, Uh, A daunting task, but it's a commitment that I personally am making as the head of USTOA and we as an organization, we have a responsibility to our travel advisors in creating product that is sustainable uh, moving forward. No,
0: absolutely, and, and I've no, I've noticed, and we're going to talk about that. Some of the things you've already done this year, uh, that that is really laudable, and you held a sustainability conference, things like that. Uh, we're going to talk about that, but that is clearly, you know, some of the stuff that's really the most important. One of the other things, of course, you've been known for is this USTOA one million dollar protection plan for tour operators yes. in case a tour operator fails, and you have you right. can help out uh the the customers that had booked with it. How, what's the status of that? Uh,
1: well, and, and and actually, have you had to turn to it recently? So the status is we remain committed to that million dollar traveler's assistance program. And your follow-up question, have we had to turn on that or utilize it? Uh, the answer is no, not in the last couple of years. Pretty, pretty amazing um, given the given yeah, the 10 or the times, right? <laughs> that That's very amazing. Uh, We have had a couple of members who have changed their business models, who no longer do package travel, therefore they don't qualify for USTOA membership. But we are fortunate in that, you know, again, this quality that we strive for and financial soundness within our active members has held steadfast uh, throughout this pandemic and our Recent crisis, but uh, uh, it's a program that we um, believe in and will continue to support uh, moving forward.
0: No, that's great. I've I've known about that for a long time, and yeah. I and before before your time, I remember a really big failure that that U.S. Terry really Whaley helped out on. Uh, but as you said, uh, this past two years there really haven't been much, and and really in the last since you've been there, I don't think there have been many cases. So yeah. that's it's it's a good good program now. Uh, you, as I mentioned, you're already celebrating uh, USTOA's 50th anniversary this year with kind of a series of special events and programs. And let's let's talk about some of them. Uh, first of all, you, you uh, launched this Future Lights ce- celebrating sustainability and diversity, equality, and inclusion. Uh, tell us a little bit about that Future Lights program
1: and what it did. So, James, uh, we really felt it was important for us to go out to our membership and identify the next generation of leaders, but with the caveat that these leaders, we wanted to have within the sustainability DEI space. Because again, we believe that's the future. Right. And much to my surprise, uh, we had 18 nominations and those 18 nominations were in and of themselves extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Uh, we are going to recognize three at our annual conference coming up in Austin, uh, November 28th, who who kind of rose to the top. right? But let me tell you, we didn't know what to expect when we launched this, and it far exceeded our expectations. Uh, we, we are thrilled, and we celebrate all 18 of these individuals and the contributions that they are making. So they're our future.
0: No, absolutely. Uh uh, and in fact, we did an article on the ones you selected, uh, and they yes. were really very interesting uh uh nominations and really laudable nominations. Uh, they they went range from people out, you know, uh w- working uh, in, in, in Africa to, I yes. mean, it really was across, board, across a section of everyone. Yes. Most, a lot of them were young and they were younger, uh, yes. future lights, as they say. So I think that's a good program and hopefully you're going to continue that. We uh, will. Yeah, that's great. And then, of course, you're going to recognize them. Uh, when you get uh, uh, to the conference this year, now yes. the second thing that you did is launch a sustainability and responsibility summit in Norway, yes. which was interesting. In fact, that that event was supposed to be earlier, but uh, yes. because of COVID. Uh, but you, how did how did that event go? And and what 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 did you do at at that event?
1: So first of all, James, I have to say that our event in Norway was one of the proudest moments in my career with USTOA. And part of it may have been because we have been trying to do this pre-COVID and then obviously it had to be postponed. But what we did is we brought together a group of roughly 30 some leaders within our membership, both tour operators and associate members. So this wasn't, this was our family that we brought together. And in a setting, Buda, Norway, which you could not have asked for a better, more idyllic setting uh, than what they have in their backyard in Buda. And so, what we did is we, we had a combination of panel discussions of tour operator members of USTOA who have already kind of advanced in their journey of sustainability. And how can we take their best practices and share that and build that within our broader membership? And at the end of the day, we don't compete when it comes to sustainability. Um, We all benefit by doing a better job and creating better product and experiences for our customers. So it was really about creating that engagement and creating a, a community around sustainability within USTOA. Right. And uh, I am confident that we accomplish that. Now, are you
0: is that an event you're going to hold regularly in the future?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, we will have a version, which I'm calling 2.0, uh, which we will do in tandem with Tourism Cares next year in Norway. Oh, wow. Um, and then, you know, in 2024, we'll figure out where how who when but it is something that we are committed to doing long term that this isn't just a one-off but this is something that we need to do on an ongoing basis
0: no absolutely and I'm, i'm i'm sorry i didn't get to that one but uh Hopefully next one, uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Beautiful, Yeah. Now, now um, you, what are some of the other things you're focusing on for this 50th anniversary year? Are you looking, I, I think I've heard you were looking at member education, best practices, and also travel advisor education, things like that. Yeah. Is, that is that what kind of what you're doing?
1: Yeah. So we, we always look for opportunities to bridge the conversation between the tour operator and the travel advisor. And we hope uh, through our education program that we're able to do that. We continue to build our pool of travel advisors who've gone through the curriculum and successfully completed it. Uh, And I will say this James, uh, through this pandemic, there are hopefully some silver linings. And one of those is the value proposition of the travel advisor, you know, International and global travel today um, isn't the easiest. You right. know there are there are hurdles to to address. The travel advisor is the single most important professional that can help navigate that mm-hmm. with the tour operator. So I I feel collectively our value propositions have really escalated in the consumer awareness around, why do you want a good travel advisor? And why is it important to use a tour operator? Because we are your safety, your security, your health network uh, that helps you have these global experiences mm-hmm. in a, a, you know a somewhat of a challenging landscape. So as part of our 50th, it's all about reinforcing and messaging to the consumer, the travel advisor, the tour operator, and why together we can get what you want in your travel experiences. So that, that that's really at the heart of, of what we're doing.
0: No, that's great. And I, I know that's very laudable again, and, and something that your members can really benefit from. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this year's USQA uh 2022 uh annual conference in Austin, Texas. I believe it's in yeah. uh, la- later in November. Um yeah. uh, is what is going to be different or special about this event because of the 50. I think you mentioned you you mentioned you're going to be recognizing your future uh uh lead, future, future lights, lights. so yeah. I said future yeah. leaders yeah. future yeah. lights. Yeah. Um uh, but but what else is
1: going to be different this year? well you know james i like to keep a lot of it a surprise <laughs> you're good at that so, I, know, I know you <laughs> so all i can say is expect the unexpected okay. uh, we we are we always try and do things kind of on the edge that's a little different and let me give you an example so one of the programs of our 50th anniversary coupled with sustainability is that we are producing and launching later this month, our first ever comic strip. And the comic strip is sustainable Susie. Okay. And sustainable Susie is a superhero who goes around the world and helps uh, consumers and tour operators create positive uh, experiences for your customer, my customer, everyone. I don't know any other travel association that would consider producing a comic strip. And I think it demonstrates our interest in always coming up with new ways to create and communicate our messages in a way that's unique. So I use that as an exp- as an example of when you ask about our conference, right. rest assured that there are going to be things like Sustainable Susie that come out at our conference that have never been done before. Yeah, yeah and, I, and so, I, I,
0: ex- I expect that from you. You've done some innovative yeah. things over the years, both in your previous post when you're overseeing uh, Cruise Lines International Association, and then you yep. came in and kind of rocked up the boat at USTOA as well some yep. really interesting things. The conferences were always creative. Uh, you've had your uh, uh, your special, similar to TED Talks, uh, that that series of of talks. Yep. Yep. Uh, you, yep. you, and I remember once you had people ironing shirts. That was interesting. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So uh, we will not let anyone down when it comes to our 50th anniversary and the conference in Austin. Uh, and all I can say is stay tuned. Absolutely. Now, uh, is there
0: anything else you want to tell our 105,000 travel advisors out there about USA today,
1: USTOA today or its 50th anniversary? You know, James, it can never be said enough is that we cannot succeed post-covid without the travel advisor. Right. They are critical to our success even more today and they will continue to be So it's we thank you for your partnership and uh, here's to the next 50 years that you will be by our side uh, as we move forward.
0: Now, where can travel advisors go to learn more about USTOA and all the things you have
1: planned this year? Yeah, go to our website, USTOA.com and uh, there it is. There you go. Well, Terry, I want to thank you for taking the time
0: to give us an update on USTOA on its 50th anniversary. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. official, the big five zero, as they said, we all, we all fear that sometimes, but this is a good thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, it sounds like a lot of good stuff that's been happening already and more to yeah. come uh, this year. And again, thank you for taking the time to be with us. Thank you, James. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider
1: Travel Report.